Mr. Mark's Classroom, episode 136. Mr. Mark's Classroom. This is the podcast dedicated to intentional leadership in childhood ministry. Mr. Mark's goal is to resource you with tools, ideas, and a passion for leading kids to become lifelong followers of Jesus. So let's get this episode rolling with the man that champions kids' ministry today, Mr. Mark Jones. Hey friends, my name is Mark Jones and you have reached us at Mr. Mark's Classroom. I am here to try to facilitate clarity in children's ministry, how we can get uh, ahead and do even better and without wasting so much time. And we've got so much to do. Let's go ahead and make good choices and implement the things that really make a difference in our kids and in our families. And today, I have a great guest to introduce to you. This lady has been a superstar in our association of churches. Her name is Gina McKean. Gina, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, Gina is, and she's very humble, and I hate that, that you don't get to know her as much as I do, but Gina is the children's minister at Portland Avenue Baptist Church here in Oklahoma City, and has been for a long time. How, how long? Um, 28 years. <laughs> okay, I didn't even emphasize long enough. <laughs> so... She has really been a fixture in the schools with the whole neighborhood. The kids know her, and that is her heart's desire, is to be known that they would know her as the lady from the church, that she loves them and cares for them. And I, I think it's incredible how your ministry, um, you've already seen children who have gone through the childhood ministry, even another generation. And so it's really, really special. Well, there are many things that I very much admire about Gina, but one of them stands out probably more than all is her heart to teach missions and to help children understand that they can serve in facilitating that as well. And, and I, I am amazed at all of the many ideas that she has come up with in order for kids to really get a hold and handles for them to be a part of and not be left out. And so it only made sense that I would invite Miss Gina to come and be a part of this podcast today because she has a passion that she can explain to us how she really wants to focus her ministry towards missions and missions education. Now, I have to disclose that she spoke earlier this year to our children's ministers here in Oklahoma, and she shared some incredible things and actually organized it in a fun way. It was around the acrostic families all the different things to remember when you're wanting to implement and create a missions program. So I, I have to ask first, before we go to that, Gina, so where did this heart for missions come from? I, I'm not sure. I think, um, you know, from working with, with um, my youth leaders when I was growing up at my church, um, they were very much mission-minded, and um, I began working with mission friends was in the youth group and um, I loved learning about missionaries and then I um, just began to be interested in, in ways that we could do missions right here in our own community not going away to faraway lands but being able to do missions right here right here in our neighborhood and in our city so that's kind of where it started and it's just continued to grow 
Oh, wow. It's so fantastic. And you have so many great adult volunteers. When I visited your VBS this summer and I saw some of the most incredible people who are on your team, I, I thought, this, this lady is unstoppable. She's got a great team, the heart everyone had to go forward and to reach. And so, uh, so I love the way you organized this so that we could at least get some handles on how do we implement missions into our ministry. So kind of walk us through that. I think you have a, a PowerPoint. I do. Slides. Okay, let's switch to that. And um, maybe you could walk us through that. Okay. There we go. There it goes. It'll come right up. All right. And so um, we call it mission-minded kids and families. And, and what we're wanting to do is to develop a heart for missions. And, and really that starts with the youngest of preschoolers and just continues up. And, and when you start it with those little, little guys, then um, they begin to develop into caring about others and, and searching for ways to be on mission. And, and that's really what we want to, to strive for. And um, so just like you were saying, we have that acronym for families, but really um, it stems from, oops, let me see. Um, there we go. Okay. Um, it stems from Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9, where it talks about how we should love the Lord with all of our heart. And then it talks about having families talk about, um, talk about the Lord to their children and, and not just when they're up, but when they're lying down and, and, and find it as a sign on their hands and let them be a symbol on their foreheads and, and write it down on the doorpost. And so that's really what we want our, our kids to have is just a desire to know the Lord every step of the way. And um, then, of course, we have the mandate in Matthew 28, 19 and 20 that, that tells and um, it says, go therefore and make disciples. It's not being specific as to who needs to. It's telling us all of us to go and do that. And so that's what we talk about with our children as well, helping them to understand this scripture is talking to you. That's and, right. I agree. And the same with Mark 16, 15, where he says that he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to the whole creation. And so um, we're just, again, helping our children to understand this is what it's all about. Um, we are to go and to do. And so with that, then... Um, and by the way, I have to say that most of the time, whenever we see that kids, uh, that we could involve kids in mission action projects, they're more than thrilled to do it. They're just waiting for an adult to say, hey, let's do this. And then they would jump in. Well, and that's actually, that is one of the points that I wanted oh. to make as well, is that, um, well, toward the end, but it was just to brainstorm with your with your kids. They have such great ideas, and you can give them just little tips, and they can just run with it and come up with some very fun, fun and effective ideas. And so, um, as we start our acronym, though, uh, with families, the, the first one would be F, and, and to have fun with it. And, um, and by having fun with it, you're going to grab their interest, you're going to be creative, but you're also going to be relevant with, with the things that you do with your children. And so um, one of the things that uh, we look for is when are our kids going to be out of school? Is there going to be a Columbus Day or, you know, any of these holidays? Well, then let's use that as a, a day of missions. And so we'll invite the kids in. And so they love to cook. 
And so we'll have a day where we might just be in the kitchen, gathered around our, our big kitchen at, in our church and um, baking cookies. And then we allow them to have hands-on opportunity to bake those items, but then we package them up and we go, go someplace with them. And so recently um, we took our homemade cookies to the fire station and, and I had already told the kids. You know, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. That <laughs> um, I, I told the kids now, you know, when we pull up there in our church bus, we may or may not be able to go inside the fire station because they may be out on an emergency. We, we just don't know. So I'm, I'm again, as I'm pulling in and I'm, I'm talking to them and I look and there's one of the youngest firemen I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's knocking on the door of our bus. And, <laughs> come in. and so of course we went in and we offered our cookies and he was so excited to be able to show the kids. And then as as just the Lord would provide for us, there, there was an emergency, but we were able to pray for those firemen as they loaded up on that fire truck and drove out to that emergency. And so not only were we able to, to provide some special treats for them, but we were able to, to pray for them as well. And, and for wherever they were going, you know, and, and then in doing that particular activity, it also helped our kids to understand when you're in the car with your parents or when you're at home and you hear an emergency vehicle go by, whether it's police or fire or ambulance, to pray for those men and women who are going to an emergency and for the people that they're going to be uh, assisting. And so, That's so good. So we just thought, you know, that's a, that's a great way. I wouldn't necessarily label that as fun, but it is effective, you know, and, and but they learn that. relevant. Yes, it is relevant. And how much fun to go, I mean, first of all, to cook, but then to also go to the fire station. Mm -hmm. Good, good idea. And, and the little guy that was helping us that particular day, he was a rookie. And the, the uh, veteran firemen were standing back just watching him go with it. He was having so much fun. <laughs> That's so good. Blessing, and it was good for our kids, too. Um, the next letter for families would be A. And in that we use available. Um, so we certainly want to make ourselves available. And we want to make missions a priority. And then when we do that, we're going to devote time and we're going to devote energy. And um, so just thinking about those particular things, we, we want to check with our neighborhood schools, our neighborhood um, nursing homes and other places that are right around here in our community and see what are some specific needs that they may have that we can assist with. Um, one of the things that doesn't even require any, any preparation at all is to load up either in cars or in your church vehicles and drive around your school and, and do a prayer around the school and just kind of head, put a hedge of protection around them and just asking the Lord to be with those students, with the families that are represented by those students, for the teachers and the faculty in general, and, and for each one of those individuals and for the neighbors of that school, that they would be supportive as well. And so, you know, just making ourselves available to that. Um, one of the pictures that's also included on this particular slide is um, at one point we, we had decided that we were going to have a community garden. And so we had our kids um, 
help build those community boxes, those garden boxes, and then fill them with dirt. And then we painted them and put Bible verses on them so that people, as they drove by, you know, saw the Bible verses. So you see John 3.16 right there, but you're not just seeing it, but our neighbors were seeing it. Right. We prayer walk the community and we put flyers out on the doors of, of the neighbors. And we said, you know what? We've got a community garden. We'd like to invite you to be a part of that. If you would like to help water it or pick some of the, the um, fruits produce, or the, uh-huh. produce from, from that, then feel free to be a part of the community garden. And uh, we took us up on that offer. And so that's that, great. Yeah. So that was a fun thing. And um, the other picture is um, where we communicated with our neighborhood school. And, and one of the things that they wanted us to be a part of was the, uh, their student of the month program. So we um, invested in some little uh, inexpensive backpacks that say the name of our school, and then it says uh, student of the month. And then we put some little trinkets and some little candy inside of those. And then we have the opportunity to go to the school then and, and represent our church and call out the names of those children from each of the classrooms. And so, you know, it's it's exciting for those kids to put those little backpacks on and to be able to, to walk proudly that they are the student of the month. And then we take it a step further too. We took it upon ourselves to start doing teacher of the month as well. And so for, for us to announce a teacher, you know, they had no idea that we were gonna do it initially, but for us to announce the student or the teacher's names and the students would applaud for their teachers. And it just, it was so exciting because it, it made the teachers, um, they were loved by their students and that their community cared about them too. And so, you know, it's just a little, a, free ice cream come from Guam's or, you know, some little chocolate that everybody needs, you know, just, right. just some things to know that they were being thought about and that they're appreciated. And so, you know, we made ourselves available in that respect and, and our parents, our kids, our community can do the same. And you know what, making yourself available doesn't, I think some people might think, oh, I don't have time for mm-hmm. another thing. But what you just did, I mean, to make up nine backpacks or whatever and be ready to go to the school, that's just a calendared meeting. It, it is. That, yeah, once a month, and it's, it was just makes such a difference. And then, yeah. and then the prayer driving, I mean, you know, as you pass by a school, it doesn't even have to be your, your community school. It could be a school that you're on your way to work or you're taking your kids on a trip. Anytime you see something like that, just having your kids be readily available to pray for those schools because that's what we want. We want kids to be excited about praying and about um, being available to do that whenever they see a need arise. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, our next one is for M in our family acronym, and it's Mission Moments, and it's um, taking opportunity to be spontaneous when you see that need, like an emergency, being able to pray for those police officers or those ambulance drivers. Um, but then it's also looking for um, opportunities to create those mission moments. Um, recently, you know, in, in uh, April, you know, that's testing month. And so, uh, you know, we took that opportunity to go to the school and to encourage our schools. And we had like a little pep rally and we were able to be a part of that. So these little guys that you see in the picture with the, the little pom-poms, uh, those are actually this kids. 
And so um, we made up a little cheer. And so our whiz kids stood up in front of the rest of the school and led a little cheer, encouraging the rest of the students to do their best. And, and that was a fun time. And and um, it was exciting and it was that mission moment. And um, then you see another little picture down on the left side, which um, we have, we go to the nursing home quite often to minister to patients. But you know what? The workers there are the ones who need encouragement. They need to be prayed for too. They need to have, hear words of affirmation and, and just encouragement. And so uh, we made up little treat bags and we took them to the workers and we prayed over those workers. And, and, um, and of course this lady was more than happy to have her picture made with those kids. And so, and um, that singing for those, uh, not only for the residents at the nursing home, but also for those workers and, and using those moments to, to encourage others. Oh, that's a good point. Very mission moments. Those are good. Very yeah. good. And they're frequent too. There's lots of opportunities. <laughs> right. Okay. The I is, it's not about me. And um, we just need to know that it's time to step out of your comfort zone. We get so comfortable doing the things that we're used to doing, but we need to step out and, and just trust God to, to guide us. And we need to be flexible and we need to be sensitive and, and just look for opportunities. Now, this little picture of these sweet kids, and um, I'll just say that we normally, um, during spring break, we'll, we'll go and make visits to our, to the nursing homes. And, and we had one particular friend, she, she was 107 years old. And every, every spring break, we would go to her, her home where she was living with her daughter. And we would, we would listen to wonderful stories about how her daddy, who was a minister, rode on a covered wagon to different towns in the state of Oklahoma and he would preach sermons. And so the kids were just amazed at listening at these stories. She was precious and she lived for these times and our kids would come and visit with her and we would enjoy treats together and we would talk about the Lord and we would sing beautiful songs together. Well, this year, this makes me very sad. And she, she passed away. Oh my goodness. Spring break. Oh, wow. So for our spring break trip, we sang at her funeral. And so that was stepping out of our comfort zone and going and, and seeing at Mrs. Henderson's funeral, which blessed the hearts not only of our kids, but the congregation. They said that was the best part of the funeral. It's yeah, it sounds precious. It, it was. And, you know, not not everybody says, hey, kids, would you like to go to funeral for spring break? <laughs> and sing? <laughs> and these little ones just jumped at the opportunity because they knew Mrs. Henderson and they loved right. her. And they sure. understood that this wasn't a funeral. It wasn't a sad time. It was a celebration of life. Yeah. And now she was with Jesus. And, and so we're happy about that. We're sad that we don't get to see her here, but we're rejoicing with where she's at. And so they sing the sweetest songs and bless the hearts of many. And then we followed that up with a trip to Brahms, of course, where we bless the hearts of those. And, yes. and we need ice cream, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. but, but, you know, just having that, um, having that flexibility of, of it doesn't always mean you're going to go do the most fun things, but you're going to do ministry things and mission things that, are outside your comfort zone. And yeah. so, you know, that it was a blessing and, and, and it meant so much to her family and, 
And when we called and asked her daughter, her daughter, who's, you know, 80 years old. <laughs> right. You could come see at that. Her daughter just was so excited that we would even think about doing something like that. So it was that a surprise. So, you know, it's not about us. It's about others. So, and the L is to, to love like Jesus. And to, uh, in, in doing that, enjoying the experience. And you see the, you see the sweet little lady in the middle right there? That's yes. Henderson. And that was on her 107th birthday that we went and um, enjoyed cake and ice cream and singing with her. So that was the last birthday we got to celebrate with her here on earth. And, that, and the kids just loved her. And, and honestly, her daughter told me, that was really the only time she smiled during that whole birthday party when those kids were there with her. She enjoyed her family being there, but she, her favorite part is for kids to come and visit. And so, you know, that, and our kids enjoy doing that. They, they love being a part of that. We also want them, though, to, to think about um, at Christmas time and other times, Thanksgiving time, you know, Jesus went to where the people were at. And so we want them to think about um, opportunities to share some of the things that we have. Um, when we think about uh, Christmas time, buying gifts for others, giving with a heart of that has is compassionate and full of love and, and wanting children who don't have things like what we have to, to have the blessing of, of receiving that gift. And, um, so, you know, loving like Jesus. And I think, I think it's really a good point to say that children don't ever will never experience that kind of blessing until they are doing for someone else. And, and it's not about them, but it's about someone else. And so to, to orchestrate those opportunities is so perfect in their lives to be introduced to what that feels like and that experience is so that maybe as they continue to grow, they'll choose that more often. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, when you're making up some of those treat bags and, and doing some things, you have a lot of, can I have one of these? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's the perfect opportunity, though, to help them to understand, you know what? It's, it's, not about, it's, it's about loving others with the love of Jesus, giving, right. not taking. So. Right, good. That's excellent, Gina. That, that really does send the right message. Okay. So what's next? All right, we have another I, but this time uh, we want to be intentional. We want to look for specific ways to, to minister and to share. And, um, you know, there, there's the opportunity with our little Christmas tree. Um, you know, each year we have our Christmas tea party, and we ask kids to bring a gift to give to the Mission Center for their Christmas store. And we, and we help them to understand that Christmas store is provided by our mission center who sets it up just like if you went to Target or Walmart. Right. Families get to go in and they get to buy things. Uh, well, they don't get to buy, they get to shop and they get to take things for their children. For, and they're, and they're, you know, the store is set up age appropriate so that they can go and look for things for their two year old daughter or their six-year-old son, or their 12-year-old boy, and, and be able to pick out things. And so our kids do an excellent job across our association of bringing um, items that would be um, wonderful gifts for boys and girls. And um, so that would be an intentional 
way to for them to give to missions and and to share the love of Christ. Um, and you don't have to go to a tea party to bring your gift. You can go take it directly to the mission center. As a family, you can go shopping and you can buy these gifts, and then as a family, take them to the mission um, center and drop them off. And or volunteer to be a part of the Christmas shopping experience for these families and, and help them to go around and to pick out the gifts. Many times we've taken our kids to the mission center and helped separate the toys into the age-appropriate gifts yeah. selections. And, and our kids love doing that too, you know. And, and it's, uh, it's a fun opportunity for kids to see what it means to give to others. And Very good. And the other, the other picture that I have on here is um, instead of doing an egg hunt at our church, we asked our kids to come in and our families to come in and assemble resurrection eggs. And so they put the eggs together and then we prayed over those eggs. So they assembled them. They assembled all the pieces. Yeah, they assembled a, an entire dozen eggs, you know, and they did many dozens. And then on, on Easter Sunday, instead of having an egg hunt, we actually presented each family with their own set of resurrection eggs with a devotion guide to walk them through each one of those eggs. Right, right, to explain. Yes, and then, of course, you do have to have that candy aspect of it. So they had a separate bag of, of eggs with candy in them. But, but we wanted to be intentional this year and, and help them understand this is really what Easter is about. Yeah. About who Jesus is and what he did for each one of us. And so we felt like that was being more intentional. We want our kids to understand that too. And so yeah. they were part of, of sharing the gospel. You know, so that was a fun thing. Very good. I like that. Okay. These are such great ideas. I just love them. Thank you. The next one is E for encourage. We want to seek ways to build up others or to build others up. And so, um, the majority of these pictures that you see right now are, are things that our kids work together on to um, encourage our teachers and not just our teachers at our, at our neighborhood school, but also our Sunday school teachers as well. You know, um, even, even Christians need to be encouraged and built up um, and helping them to understand that they're appreciated. Because sometimes I'm like, you know, we might get in that little rut. And, and we need to know that others are, are praying for us and they care about us and they love us. And most importantly, that God loves us and, and knows what we're going through each and every day. So, um, but our little apples were made out of uh, miniature uh, mason jars. And inside those mason jars, um, our kids put peppermints and Hershey's Kisses. And so, um, and then we put the little verse that says, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Proverbs, um, I believe, I, I think it's just 25 11, just to make sure. And then we wrote on there, you are the apple of our eye. And um, so we put those notes to the teachers um, when we did teacher appreciation. And um, thankfully our school is supportive if we um, include a scripture. And so uh, they were happy to get that. Um, we also um, did a little thumbprint. You see a little thumbprint on that little key. Well, now, I just have to ask, that little mason jar apple idea is adorable. You just spray painted those red. Yeah, we spray painted them red. Then we cut out um, the little leaves out of some cardstocks and green. Uh-huh. 
some textured cardstock, and then we use God's sticks off the trees to make our <laughs> known as twigs. Yes, there you to go. Be the stem. That was very good. Yeah, that's so, so good. We hot glued those on there, and then you used um, some really um, neat-looking yarn to tie our little um, heart. Right. Um, the jar as well so right good very clever and you say the next one has a thumbprint yeah yeah you see that little heart that that little heart on that little key ring is actually made out of that um clay that air dries oh and, yeah yeah so we we uh, shape them into hearts and then we let them dry and then we painted them and then we used a sharpie to kind of outline it a little bit and then we let our um, actually, our whiz kids did these, where they put their thumbprint on that on that little heart, and then we used these for a teacher appreciation also, um, and presented those um, on Teacher Appreciation Day, and just to let those teachers know how much we we love and appreciate them. That's um, fantastic. Yeah, so that that was a wonderful. Uh, the teachers loved them. And, uh, I'm the, sure. The kids also did those as well though for the WizKids tutors. And so it was a great way to, to encourage them. And then um, over here on the left was uh, pizza pans that we spray painted black. And uh, then we uh, made some little uh, apples out of uh, red uh, beads, wooden beads. And then we used um, a tiny bead in the top of that wooden bead to make a little leafy looking thing. And then we attached those to magnets and, and, and we actually tied a little uh, string also so that they could hang those little magnet boards up at the school. And they loved those. We personalized them with each teacher's name. And then we had a little magnetic clip that went on there. And we attached a note to each of the teachers as well. But our kids are the ones who get to be a big part of all of this, whether they're um, writing the notes out because I love a handwritten note from a child to a teacher and um, just as words of affirmation or encouragement and uh, the teachers love receiving those. And oh, so, I bet they did. That's great. And then the kids also got to be a part of, of passing those out to the teachers. And um, so that was a, a fun thing. So, you know, um, anytime we can build others up with, from the heart of a child, I just think it's, it's a great opportunity. So, yes, I totally agree. All right, so our next one is S. It's the final word in our families, and um, S stands for super important because Jesus told us to do it. He said so, and it's using, again, those um, Matthew 28, 19, and 20, and Mark 16, 15. And um, so I used I used a little picture of our, our kids who um, I'd given them. Uh, we were doing the books of the Bible, actually, um, and letting them stack them up in order. And, and the boys called me over and said, look what we made. And they made a little heart. I just was so proud of them. For you that. had to take a picture. Yeah. I had, well, yes, you should always be ready to take a picture. All right. <laughs> um, we just want people to know that kids can go, do, and tell. There's many, many wonderful opportunities. And, and we just want to begin to um, implement that into them as they from preschool age and develop that on app. And I'll just tell you that um, on Tuesday night when we were driving a few of the kids from our church over to our mission church that we were helping with Vacation Bible School, 
and we were driving by an apartment complex it was very close to the church and the kids said look there's some kids out there we should stop and invite them to, to vacation bible school and well we were in my personal car and i didn't think it would be a good idea to stop right at that very moment but certainly <laughs> i love their heart for that but here's what happened that night we we get into the fellowship hall of this little church and and the, our kids are outside in the in their courtyard playing and they came running in and they said miss gina you know those kids that we saw that we said we should invite their hair <laughs> oh we were so excited it, yeah. it was so exciting to have those boys to to come to bible school that night and and for our kids to be excited about them being there too and i just thought thank you lord that yeah. those kids are excited about telling other kids and happy when they show up and so yes. that that was a blessing so yes um, thank you lord that's really right too yeah. Yes, exactly. Wow, Gina, this is so amazing. Thank you for all the stuff that you've shared. I mean, these are such great ideas. And and I think maybe sometimes we're overthinking that it has to be difficult or time-consuming or event planning or whatever. I mean, we can pull other people in to try to make that even easier uh, when we're planning and stuff. But, wow, we could just pinpoint some particular times and dates and uh, just step out there and do it. Well, one of the things that um, we do uh, also with our kiddos um, at Christmas time is we'll assemble some little treat bags on our parents' night out, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, we'll put a little note on these treat bags that says, you know, we enjoyed your Christmas lights. Thank you for sharing the love of Jesus at Christmas. And then put an invitation to attend our church for special activities. And then we'll get in our little church bus and we'll drive around the community and look at Christmas lights. And deliver. Deliver a little treat bag on the oh. so Look at you. Or anything. We just leave it on the porch so that they find it. And, um, but, you know, it's a great opportunity to, and, and it also brings up opportunities to help kids as they look at the Christmas lights. Do you think these people know Jesus is of his house? And they'll notice like a nativity scene at their house. And so, or, you know, different things about, about the Christmas decorations. And so it lends, a, lends an opportunity to know um, how to pray for the folks because we use it as a prayer opportunity as well. Um, wow. Just thinking about all those kind of things and praying for our people who, who are going on mission trips, having commissioning services, praying over our pastor and others that go on these trips, using words of encouragement, sending notes so that they know that we're praying for them while they're gone. And, you know, Valentine caroling. Excellent. So lots of things. Valentine caroling. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're just like a fountain of wonderful ideas coming out. I love it. And, and anything that in, it gets the kids involved is just so terrific because then they're the ones giving back in all of this. Exactly. And, and like we talked about early on, um, brainstorming with the kids to help them um, come up with ideas because trust me, they have a plethora of ideas. They do. <laughs> Some are better than others. And, uh, <laughs> yes. But, but you know what? They're excited when you use their ideas or when you build off of their ideas. And it helps right. them to buy into the whole thing. So, That's exactly right. And they're ready to do it. They are. And they're excited. I just can't thank you enough for taking the time to share these pictures with us. Tell us these stories 
It really helps us be uh, mindful how we could really be putting these things into practice and joining, joining the, the blessing flow that you're already in uh, by uh, leading our kids to do this. So thank you so much for coming today and doing that. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Well, everybody, I hope you got a great idea or five or ten like I did because there's some great things that we could do during this entire school year that would really bless our kids and it would bless a lot of other people too. And serving and, and, and helping other people be encouraged, I mean, what a great opportunity for us to lead our kids in that. And so, hey, listen, if you would like to stay up to date with the newest podcast at Mr. Mark's Classroom, be sure to download the podcast app in the App Store. It's free of charge. And then just subscribe to Mr. Mark's Classroom, and each week you'll be notified of the new, um, the new interview, the new teaching that I'll have that can encourage you in your children's ministry. We appreciate it. Those that actually give us a rating and, and also um, leave a comment because that helps keep it in front of more people when, when it's being searched for. And you know what? We need more clarity in kids' ministry, more input things that we could use that we could go forward with leading and teaching our kids. And I'm glad you're a part of that with us today. Well, I think your gift in ministry is your life is a gift and we want you to keep making that happen. So go and make it count. That's it for this episode of Mr. Mark's Classroom. We invite you to leave your questions or comments on the show notes at mrmarksclassroom.com. Until next time, remember your ministry to children is a gift with eternal value. So go and make it count.